Hello, a warm Waconian welcome to the Ed Podcast, an exclusive insight into life at Cheadle Hume School. Madams and messieurs, ladies and gentlemen, comment ça va? Do you feel good? I'm your host Annie, presenting another magnificent episode of CHS's Ed Podcast. And today, I'll be taking you from Broomfield to Broadway as we raise the curtain on the exhilarating and dramatic world of musical theatre at CHS. If you hadn't noticed, my little introduction just then was inspired by the popular stage show Cabaret and in the autumn of 2015, CHS's senior dramatis trod the boards of Holden Hall to tell its tale, transforming the space into an all-singing and all-dancing speakeasy. Since then, we have continued to perform many more memorable musical moments on stage, including 13, Les Miserables, Susical the Musical, Grease and Chicago. At this time of year, we'd normally be getting ready to take our seat as an audience member once again, ready to watch another fantastic show. But because this year looks a little different to usual, we thought we'd honour what has become a much-loved aspect of co-curricular life in school, and during what is traditionally CHS's Musical Production Week, give you a peek behind the scenes of our musical theatre productions. So with that in mind, this episode will span three acts and take you from the spotlight of centre stage to the buzz of backstage. Waiting in the wings, we have old Waconian thespians, the staff creating the shows, plus current cast members, all revealing what musical theatre at CHS means to them. Over the next 30 minutes or so, they share their favourite and most challenging roles, what they miss most about the absence of this year's production and what being involved with musical theatre has taught them. We'll also take a trip down memory lane by revisiting some standout musical highlights. After all, if musical theatre can teach us anything, it's that the show must go on. Hopefully, by the time we reach this episode grand finale, You'll be doing the can-can around your kitchen, in the car, or adding a few extra toe taps into your daily recommended exercise routine, wherever you're tuning in from. There will be no intermission and no dress rehearsal. We're going straight through. So without further ado, make yourselves comfortable and leave your troubles behind. Life is disappointing? Forget it. Here on the Ed Podcast, life is beautiful. Everybody wears, anybody will soon walk through that. Perfect sounds, grand slam, speak easy. All the tables will find you, table there's room for just one more. Fed sounds, grand slam, speak easy. Once you get here, feel good, cheer like they say in a farm. 
are buzzing, stolen by the dozen. Look around your cousin, the news will make it. I've been doing musical theatre at CHS for about three years. My favourite thing is I love being able to do something I'm extremely passionate about. That's the voice of Lily. She's in year 11 and has been a member of CHS's musical theatre cast for the past three years. Most of the show we do at CHS are ones I really like and I enjoy being able to tackle the material from them. I also love being able to work with peers who share very similar interests to me, but also being able to mix with different years in the school. My favourite role was probably Horton in Seuss Call the Musical. I'd say this because it was a very different show from any show I've ever done before. It's got a very wacky element to it, it's quite fun and I love being able to tell the classic Dr. Seuss stories through song. The most challenging thing is probably motivation. The rehearsals can be long and tiring but you need to imagine the final product and how proud you'll be of it. Although it's a shame there was no musical theatre production this year, it makes it clear how much you do enjoy it. I've talked with friends and we can all agree that they may be stressful and nerve-wracking, but when you look back you realise you had such a good time and you treasure it even more. Musical theatre has definitely taught me more confidence and I also love that resilience it's given me to come back even after a bad rehearsal and just make myself better. If I could describe it in three words I'd probably say it's exciting, rewarding and I love being able to be so creative with it. It's great to hear that my friends are getting as much out of musical theatre as I have. Personally, I have also spent much of my time in school involved in musical theatre since year seven, and it's been wonderful. A highlight for me was performing in Seussical the Musical. I can still remember my dance from when I played a Who. I have also enjoyed dancing to You Can't Stop the Beat, dressed as if I was from the 1960s. I feel that from joining the Musical Theatre Club, my confidence has grown so much and I can't wait to get back on stage again. I wonder what Mia thinks. She took a moment out of her remote learning to tell us what being involved in musical theatre at CHS means to her. My name is Mia, I'm in year 11 and I've been involved with musical theatre since I started at CHS in year 7, so for five years now. I decided to take part in musical theatre as since I was three I've had a passion for singing, acting and dancing. I also heard that CHS had an amazing musical theatre and drama department. This love for musical theatre has definitely made my experience even better and I love that everyone at musical theatre shares the passion with me. I have also taken part in senior school productions and these are very similar to musical theatre productions but these are done in a much shorter amount of time so you have to be super focused and it's a lot of hard work learning everything in time. Musical theatre has longer time to put the shows together and you also get to work with all years from year 7 to 6th form. I feel like drama has really helped me within my acting and how I can portray emotions and create believable characters and musical theatre has helped me with my confidence and becoming a better performer in general. I have been in a number of productions and love them all so much, but my favourite would be Les Miserables. 
as it's my favourite musical of all time and I love that it was all singing. It was definitely the most challenging production. I'm super upset that there isn't any musical theatre productions due to COVID-19 and I miss everyone at musical theatre, the fun times we would have and I miss the rush of performing on stage. Something that not many people know about musical theatre is how close we all are. When I started in year seven, I didn't know anyone who did it and not many people from my year were in musical theatre, but I quickly became friends with everyone and we are all like one big family. Musical theatre at CHS means the world to me and I have loved every second of it. In three words, I would have to say it's exciting, enriching and inspiring and I am so thankful for my experiences through musical theatre and I'm looking forward to all the future productions. Watch the buggers dance, watch them till they drop Keep your wits about you when you stand on top Master of the land, always get our share Clear away the barricades and we're still there We know where the wind is blowing Money is the stuff we smell And when the makers please us, Jesus won't we see you all in hell Now join me for Act 2 as we make our way over to CHS's A Block to visit the music department. Somewhere in here should be Mr Mann, one of our teachers who never misses a beat as the musical director of CHS's many theatrical performances. Quite literally, the man behind the melodies, he works alongside the cast, choreographer and technical crew to provide a memorable soundtrack for the show. From soaring scores and ostentatious overtures to funky high-energy dance numbers, Music beats as the very heart of each CHS production, thanks to him and CHS's talented live musicians. My name's Mr Mann. I'm in my fifth year now teaching at Cheadle Hume and I'm responsible for the musical side of musical theatre. This is a role that encompasses all sorts from obviously teaching the songs to the cast, working with soloists, working with the entire company, but also during the audition process I need to make sure that the people applying and auditioning for each role are vocally able to perform that role, so they've got the same vocal qualities that we're after. I'm also responsible for putting together the show band and also conducting the band and conducting the cast during performances. What we tend to do when we've chosen our new musical is I'll go away with the score and I'll read through it and I'll listen to it and what I'm aiming to do in those early stages is identify any potential issues vocally in the show because every show has got those moments that are either difficult because they require a lot of vocal stamina vocal strength or just because they might be particularly high-pitched and we need to match the auditionees with a character in the show that matches the qualities and the strengths of their voice. During the first couple of weeks of the audition and rehearsal process we'll teach the cast usually one of the songs, one of the bigger numbers, one of the ensemble numbers, both the singing and the choreography, and we'll also give them scenes from the show to rehearse, and then all of those are incorporated in their audition for the lead roles. 
Now, not everybody wants a lead role, we understand that. So we have a kind of baseline of material for everybody to have a go at. And then we have specific songs for those people who want to audition for the lead roles. One of the challenges we've come across a couple of times is based around the fact that a lot of musicals are written for an adult cast, which is very, very different from what we have at school. Obviously, we're working with teenagers whose voices are changing, they're still developing, they're still strengthening. So. I think it was during Greece we had to change the key of about three or four of the songs just to make sure that the cast and the soloist, the leads, felt comfortable singing those songs. It's not that they particularly were struggling in the first place, but certain songs can just sit uncomfortably within a vocal range. and. That's not what you want at all if you're doing all-day rehearsals and four shows in the space of three days. So try and let the cast feel as comfortable as they can and also so they're not worrying in the back of their mind about a particular song or a particular section that might be coming up because if it plays at the back of your mind, that can affect your entire performance. So we just want everybody to feel comfortable and feel happy with what they've got to do vocally. The current musical theatre team have done four shows together and by musical theatre team, I mean myself, Mrs Bailey and Mr Clark. The first one we did was 13, and that was an unknown musical for me. Mrs Bailey and Mr Clark both knew it, and I think they've both done the musical before they've both directed it, but it was completely brand new for me, and that was brilliant, because I was learning a new show at the same time as teaching it to our pupils. And one thing, retrospectively, that's been brilliant was that 13 gave us the chance to see performers at some kind of baseline. And then they've come back year after year and been in all of the shows. And we've seen them just grow as performers, grow vocally in terms of their acting, and also just grow as people. And as I said, there's been people, there's been pupils who have been in every show that we've done, pretty much. People like... Zach Dutton, who was, I think, year seven or... No, he might have been in year eight during our first show, during 13. And then he came back in a bigger role in Greece. Then he came back in a bigger role in Susical. And then he was came back in a bigger role again in Chicago. And just watching Zach kind of mature as a performer has been brilliant. And he's by no means the only one. Both Zach's sisters, Megan and Maddie, were in our earlier shows as well. Who else has there been? Um, Maui Connock, for instance, Liv Thompson, they were both in 13 and have stuck with us uh, since. Both were in Greece and both were in Chicago as well. Uh, and also the inseparable pair of Matt Talkington and Oscar Cooper. And what was great with Matt and Oscar in Chicago was you saw how much kind of rapport there was between them because they, they had a couple of scenes together and they were bouncing off each other in such a way that I don't think you would get if they didn't know each other so well, if they weren't such good friends. Uh, so that's always nice to see. We've also had some really good young talent who kind of came to the fore in Susical and because we consciously made that a lower school production, we saw some of the lower school talent, people like uh, Harry Crawford, who took the lead of the show all on his own. He was in year seven at the time, and he was. it was one of those cases where we saw his audition and we just went, wow. And it was so good to see so many younger pupils 
really show off what they could do in that musical. The musical, Susical the Musical, is utterly insane. It's mad. And unless you know the storyline, you can watch the show and you will not know the storyline. But the thing is, the production value, the set, the music, the choreography, all of that is just so over the top. And it's great fun to do. And the number of pupils who took part in that, who subsequently stayed on the year after and wanted to get involved in Chicago, was brilliant. Going back to the rehearsal process, we'll normally start auditioning, or at least teaching the audition material, the very first week back after the summer holidays, so we'll start right at the beginning of September. We'll have already chosen the musical before summer, and after we've actually done the auditions, obviously we need to have a chat, we need to discuss the casting. When we've done that, we come up with a very detailed rehearsal plan, which lets all of the characters know, all the pupils know, whether they're needed each week. For instance, the leads are inevitably needed 99 times out of 100, whereas the rest of the cast might only be needed once every two weeks, once every three weeks, to work on the full ensemble numbers. Obviously, everyone's required more and more as we get closer to the show, but we don't like having people sat around doing nothing and getting bored. Um, so we do try and do that in quite a lot of detail. I will quite often take soloists out of the rehearsal to work on their solo items. Um, we'll also go through the big ensemble items because usually the soloists have got solos within the big numbers. So identifying those and working with the soloists outside of the ensemble is usually a quicker way of going about things and it means that we're not wasting time. As we get closer to Christmas, we expect performers to start performance, to start rehearsing without scripts. As we get back from the Christmas break, that's when we tend to start doing all-day rehearsals, usually on Sundays. So we'll get the whole cast in on a Sunday, we'll do a run of the first act, or we'll do a run of the second act, or we'll do a whole run of the entire show, or we'll do the tech rehearsal, which is where we do the full run, but with lights and sound and any special effects and things like that. And first week back after Christmas, that's when the pressure starts to ramp up quite a lot. So everything gets a little bit hectic, but inevitably everybody involved, the cast, the backstage crew, the tech team, all rise to the challenge. There hasn't been one show at all that we've got to the end of and thought, oh, that could be better. Because the group of people that involve themselves in the shows are so committed when we get to that last stage and they've put the work in and they're enjoying it and everyone's looking forward to actually getting on stage and performing the musical in front of an audience as opposed to an empty rehearsal theatre and that's something that I'll miss this year I am missing actually because normally by now we're a week or something or even less than a week away from opening night 
putting on a musical theatre production is so different from singing, for instance, just in a concert or in a choir or, or in an ensemble or anything like that, for a number of reasons. But first of all is the sheer amount of material you've got to memorise. You've also got to remember any dialogue that comes in between the songs. You've got to remember the choreography that you're supposed to do at the same time as singing the songs. And the other main thing about musical theatre is that the songs tell the story. So out of the four musicals we've done, I think possibly Susical this applies to most. Because in Susical there's very little actual dialogue. Susical just pretty much went from one song to another song to another song to another song. And every part of every song progresses that storyline. Memorising a whole show's worth of musical material is no mean feat. It's difficult to do. Each of the four musicals that we've done so far have stood out in my mind in different ways. There was one moment that really stuck in my mind from Susical, and I know it's the same with Mrs Bailey because we've mentioned it quite a few times since. Right near the end of the show, there is a very, very slow, almost unaccompanied reprise of the main theme from the beginning of the show, but it involves just the cast stood absolutely still on the stage facing out to the audience and just singing. And every night we did that show, it was one of those moments you, you get chills because it was so good. And that's something that keeps coming back to me. It's one of my favourite ever moments of any show that I've ever done, not just at CHS, but anywhere. And then obviously Chicago that we did last year, the music for Chicago was composed, was written by Kanda and Ebb, who also wrote the song New York, New York. And... As a music writer, as a songwriting team, they are just unbelievable. The music in Chicago was fantastic. And our pupils really rose to the challenge of performing music of a much more kind of mature style that they probably wouldn't have been used to before. I think everybody feels the same around about show week. Everyone was working so hard. We do the show one night, we do the next one, we do the next one, and then it's finished. And it feels like there's just a bit of a gap in your life because you think you've spent so much time so many hours in that theater over the past couple of weeks and spent so much time rehearsing over the past few months you almost feel guilty that you're not carrying on um, but it's a good opportunity to just take a minute and think back and remember the good work that's gone in then when it gets to September it's time for it all to start again I sincerely hope it won't be too long before we can get back to doing our musical theatre productions. I've no idea what we're going to do next, uh, but I think we'd have to make it a big one. We tend to rehearse after school on Thursdays in the pavilion, so if anybody's not been in our shows before and wants to get involved, look out for announcements in the bulletin, look out for posters around school, because we will make the auditions very visible, we'll make sure everybody knows when they are. It's not just for people who want to stand at the front and be a lead and sing a solo. It's for people who just want to be involved. And if you don't want to be on stage, we've always got pupils backstage in the tech box on microphones and lighting and things like that. And something that I've particularly enjoyed uh, in Chicago was that when we put the band together, we had a mixture of professional players that we brought in, but we also had a few of our senior school players playing in the band and that isn't just great for them as experience, that's great for us 
because that really shows off the talent that we've got at Cheadle Hume. And that's something we definitely want to expand on when we get back to doing our shows. We want to involve as many pupils as possible, not just on stage, but doing the whole thing and being involved in any way possible. So if you think you can offer us something, please get in touch with either me or Mrs. Bailey and we will welcome you with absolutely open arms. Thanks, Mr. Man. A great insight there. After all, what would musical theatre be without having the right rhythms? One member of CHS staff who shares that sentiment is Mr. Clark. As the school's musical theatre choreographer, he is where music and movement meet. And he knows all too well the importance of putting your best foot forward. Hi, it's Mr Clark here. Some of you may know me, some of you may not. I'm normally found teaching dance in the dance studios in the pavilion. Choreographed shows for the musical theatre productions that take place every year at CHS. Uh, we've been going for five years now. This year would have been our fifth show. The first show that we did five years ago was 13 the Musical. Really, really, really funny show. Set in American high school with lots of teenage angst. Brilliant cast to work with. The text is very funny as well, so it, the choreography has to reflect the kind of tone of the musical. It wasn't hard, actually, to try and choreograph things that were supposed to be funny. Particularly, there was a song called Being a Geek, so the choreography was very reflective of the text. There was lots of American cheerleader-style dancing as well. We had a large group of girls who were cheerleaders. First time's always hard, because uh, you're in a new space, you're with new people, you've got a new set etc. It's the first one so no one kind of knows each other but it was such a brilliant show to work on. Um, songs that stand out for me in that show are like Brand New You, Being a Geek, Opportunity. Brilliant show to work on and actually it did really really well. I think it actually sold at every performance. So much so that we got a lot of new people coming in for our next show uh, the year after which was Grease. Uh, particularly we got good dancers, great singers, really really good actors. Again, Greece was a big success for the school as well. Obviously, everyone knows Greece. It's a very specific style, 1950s. Um, so it's a bit more daring than 13 as well. Deals with a bit more kind of teenage, kind of young adult kind of themes. The style of it's very iconic. So um, it was quite easy because I've actually choreographed this show quite a few times. It was quite easy to try and adapt my choreography to the cast that we had. Some of the big songs that stood out for me were the hand jive which is the dance-off in the high school. So that needed to be like a, a massive, massive highlight. So there was lots of partner work in, involved as well. So there's boys and girls dancing together, holding hands, doing lots of partner work as well. So that was quite challenging, but really, really rewarding. Lots and lots of big group numbers in the show as well. It's very energetic. It was a great, great show to work on. For Susical, we mostly had girls. The girls were amazing in that show. Such a really clever show. I'd never done Susical before. In fact, I'd never even read it or seen it before I choreographed it. Um, it took me a while to get my head around the two different kind of settings, 
but the costumes and the set helped massively. We had a brilliant set for that as well. Things that stood out for me, it's possible. Uh, other things you can think, Horton Hears a Who, Amazing Gertrude, Amazing Maisie, I think the other one was called. So yeah, it was a great show to work on. And then obviously last year's show was Chicago, uh, which again is a Fosse style. It's very stylistic. It's very important that you get the style as well as the substance. It was actually quite a struggle because there was a lot of re-choreography, all the, some dances that needed re-choreographing. And it was actually quite hard, not to teach the choreography, but to teach the style because Lots of the cast at CHS are really, really good dancers. You can tell they've gone to dance school outside of school as well. Um, but it's getting that specific style that really suits, that lends itself to Chicago. Uh, so we did a lot of work on that. I'm really, really proud of that cast. It was such a brilliant show to work on. Probably one of my favourites to work on as well. Highlights for me, the main cast, uh, Cell Block Tango was brilliant, all that jazz. We both reached for the gun, Mr. Cellophane, of course. Chicago is a huge dance production as well. So um, it was quite challenging. I was very busy for those rehearsal periods, but I think we did really, really well in the end and we got a brilliant reception for the people who came to see it. Hopefully we'll be back as soon as possible with our next production, whatever that may be. I'm very proud to be the choreographer for these shows. I'm extremely humbled by the talent that we've had over the years. I know some of the talent that we've had have gone to drama school, they've gone on to like Hollywood films. It's been an absolute pleasure to work in these shows. I tend to choreograph in my head and in my dining room with the music. I'm all about the beats and the rhythms as well as the style. I write all my choreography down in a book so that when I go to rehearsals, I just open my book and I try and decipher what I've written before I transform that and try and get everyone else to do that. Nothing's ever set in stone, because sometimes I'll teach something and I think, actually, that doesn't really work. So I'll re-choreograph or I'll come up with a new idea. Uh, it's very organic. It's not a dictatorship. So if, even if some of the, the children want to say, oh, can we try this? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, but try that. And I can't wait to get back and work with the new talent. And that just about wraps up Act 2. We've gained a pretty good insight into what makes musical theatre at CHS so successful and enjoyable. Performing on stage is something that has a lasting impact on many old Waconians and remains with them long after they have left the school. Former students often reminisce of landing that big role and remain in touch with the friends they have made as a result of a casting camaraderie. So, for our third and final act, we wanted to reach out to a few of them and ask what they think of when they remember musical theatre at CHS. Hannah Birchtold and I graduated from CHS in 2018 and since graduating I've completed a foundation year in musical theatre training at the Guildford School of Acting and I'm currently studying acting at the Academy of Live and Recorded Arts in London. 
I played Marty Maraschino in Tudor's 2018 production of Grease, which was a great role for me because I really felt like I could have a lot of fun with it. Being the last year at Tudor for my class, so many people joined in with the production. People who weren't majorly interested in acting or singing before, and it made the whole rehearsal atmosphere so entertaining, and I really think that that came across in our final performance as well, which really suited the musical's tone. As a younger performer, I was often cast as the sweet, innocent and more vulnerable character type. However, when my confidence and skill set grew with years of training, I've warmed so much more towards evil characters, because I've often found them to be so much more complex complex, as well as their songs just being so much better. For example, Poor Unfortunate Souls from The Little Mermaid is one of my absolute favourites. When preparing for a performance, it's really crucial to really know the character, and so I've often collected any information that the script gives me in a spider diagram, and then going off of those main themes, I would explore what sort of layers I could add myself, because having an internal monologue is always vital to be able to give a character life. I've always known that I've wanted to pursue a career in performance and my love for musical theatre grew from my love of dance from the age of three and the dance school I attended would also teach singing and dancing together because it's really beneficial in improving your stamina um, which is how I was turned towards having singing lessons and then wanting to perform more often and more publicly. It was actually Miss Bailey who encouraged me to apply for musical theatre courses as well as the acting courses I was already in the process of applying for um, because she told me it would be a huge shame to waste a voice like that and that's a phrase that I will always remember and I'm forever grateful that she did and that she offered her help during lunch times to work on my audition pieces with me because I met so many of my best friends at the Guildford School of Acting and without the confidence in performing that I gained during my training there I know that I wouldn't be on the path that I am on right now, leading me towards my career. And GSA has opened so many doors and professional opportunities for me, which I also wouldn't have had without that push to apply. In the summer of 2019, I was employed to work on a rehearsed reading of a new musical written by Shirley Roden, whom I was fortunate to have been able to work with for four months closely. And I played this feisty Polish young professional called Biedronka, which was truly the experience of a lifetime, which wouldn't have happened without Miss Bailey, without GSA, and without my musical theatre experience at Cheadle. My name is Megan Dutton. I graduated class of 2018. I'm currently at the University of Portsmouth studying uh, musical theatre as a third year student. And I would say the best role I played at CHS was Patrice, who was the lead in the school's production of 13. My favourite kind of role to play is definitely the funny character. Um, it's definitely the most fun in my opinion. Um, I also love being in the main cast, although being in the chorus of Beauty and the Beast was really fun and that was definitely the best show for costumes. I love musical theatre, which is obviously why I decided to do it for my degree. But at school I was also in the choir and cantorum uh, and I played my oboe in orchestra and concert band. Um, I haven't continued that though um, since school, but I am in the university choir and I am in the musical theatre group at uni as well. 
I have continued as a performer and I would love to one day professionally perform. I have already had my first lead in a public theatre. I performed at the New Theatre Royal in Portsmouth as the lead in the musical Orpheus and the Underworld. I even had to do a radio interview and I was in the local newspaper as well. Mrs Bailey and Mr Mann were the teachers who inspired me the most. They gave me the opportunity to be the lead role in two productions at CHS and they gave me the confidence to audition for drama school and pursue a musical theatre career. What would I say I miss the most about musical theatre at CHS? Um, I probably miss the community the most. Um, You become friends with people very fast during rehearsals and it meant that I was friends with people in the year below and above me and some people in my year who I maybe previously hadn't spoken to. Um, I also miss musical theatre being a break from work rather than being my work. Um, So yeah, I definitely miss that. Well, that's my cue to wrap things up on this particular showstopper of CHS's Ed podcast. Hopefully showing you that sometimes life really is worth making a song and dance about. We hope you enjoyed this episode and can't wait to share more musical magic with you all once again when we're able to see you in person as a real-life audience in the brighter times ahead. Just before the final curtain call on this episode, special thanks to those who have taken time out to chat and reminisce with us. Old Waconians Megan and Hannah, our musical theatre music director Mr Dan, choreographer Mr Clark and of course CHS thespians Mia and Lily. Providing their own melodic mark on this episode, CHS musicians Charlotte, Edward and Max composed the Ed Podcast theme and you also heard our own renditions of music from the past performances, including Beauty and the Beast, Les Miserables, Susical the Musical, 13 and Bugsy. If you'd like to know more about musical theatre or the many other co-curricular activities at CHS, visit the website www cheadlehumeschool.co.uk or listen back to some of our earlier episodes for more details. You can even practice your best West Country accents with the cast of The Crucible back in Season 1, Episode 2. And as always, you can share any podcast thoughts or suggestions by emailing er at chschool.co.uk. Next time, Sol or Thomas will be back with you for another fascinating look behind the scenes of everything CHS. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to hit that subscribe button on your chosen streaming platform. You'll receive an alert when the next episode is aired, so you don't miss it and you can tell your friends. Think of it as a prompt from the understudy, offering a friendly reminder. Until we meet again, I've been your host Annie, and look forward to catching up with you all again for what will surely be another lively and exciting, thought-provoking and entertaining episode of The Ed Podcast. (laughs) 